Hello everyone, welcome to Season 1, Episode 1 of Adulting 101 The Pod. We're talking manifestation, creating the life you want for 2023 and beyond. It is our very first episode and I am so excited. Manifesting has really helped me along my adulting journey and I know it's going to do the same for you. Now I know I said that expert guests would be with us for each episode and trust me, they will be because I cannot teach you about financial management, investing, building a home, loans, therapy and all of the wonderful content that I have in store. But I wanted the opportunity to talk to you guys one-on-one about this. Think of it as a warm-up before we get into the thick of things. So let's talk manifestation. Now I know for me, I always thought that manifestation was this thing that you pull out of the air and all of a sudden your dreams just lay in front of you. You have the car, you have the house, you have the job, you have the master's degree. Now that's a little bit of a stretch because you know nothing is going to just drop out of the air because we think it into existence. It has to take a little bit of work. And that's what manifestation is more about, turning your dreams, your goals, and your thoughts into reality, but by putting in the work. Now, my manifestation process is something that works for me, and I know that we are all different. So obviously, there may be some takeaways that you find useful, but it may not work exactly the same way for you, and that is okay. So that's why we use trial and error to see what works for us, but for me, I like to start in a particular way. So let's get it started. And the first thing I like to do is a lot of reflection. This is what I find. A lot of times when we want things so badly from the universe, we come from a space of frustration and desperation. And we're like, listen, I need this house. I need this car because I've had this same old car for 10 years and I need to upgrade. I need this promotion because I need more money in my life and I just am so frustrated at this point, you know, because the economy is horrible. What am I going to do? But I find that when we approach the things that we want to achieve from a spirit of frustration, a lot of times things get so cloudy and we can't really find our way all the way through and we're not able to be as consistent as possible. Well, that's for me at least. So last year, December, I went to the beach, a calm area, you know, with, without any sort of noise or I wanted to, and I wanted to change my environment from being, you know, at home. I sat on the beach and I started to think about all of the things that I was thankful for, or I just reflected on 2022. I thought of the things that I achieved. I thought of the mistakes that I made. I thought of the things I didn't achieve. I thought of the things that I really wanted to happen, but I just, I just didn't have the energy to make it happen that year. And that process allowed me to do a lot of introspection to kind of start to identify exactly what I wanted for the next year and the years to come. After that, I took my little journal, (laughs) my $2 journal, and I started to write down a lot of the things that I was grateful for. So reflection and gratitude go hand in hand at the beginning of my process. I'd like to think of it as kind of warming up your brain, right? So we know that this whole adulting thing is seems like a back-to-back-to-back marathon and it's almost never-ending. But if we don't warm our brains up to sort of give ourselves that mental space 
to do the work that is necessary, then you're just going to crash and burn. Let's talk gratitude. I got my two, my $2 journal and I started to write down all of the things that I was grateful for that year. Some of them were big things. Some of them were small things. And that's why I always encourage people to know that it doesn't always have to be those big things that you're grateful for. A lot of us are like, well, I didn't achieve anything in 2022. I'm not, I don't have anything to be grateful for, right? But maybe you went to the gym three days out of the week. Maybe you had COVID and then you recovered. Well, for me, I know that some of the things that I wrote down was the fact that I have a very short commute to work and I'm grateful for that because I don't have to stay in traffic for 30 minutes to an hour. You know, I'm grateful that my mother has good health. I'm grateful. And there were some big things that I was grateful for. I have, I got a job that I really liked, but I want us to know that you could really be grateful for the small things. Like, you know what? My landlord made sure that my grass was cut last week because he hasn't cut it for a month. Grateful for that. So reflection and gratitude is part of the process. And I find it very valuable to start from that point. It makes it a lot clearer to identify the things that you want to get going and the things that you want to achieve for the next period of time. So then after that, I identify the thing that I want. What is it that will make you happy? What is it that will make you healthy? What is it that will make you wealthy? I find that a lot of times we have these big bracket items. Well, what do I want for 2023? I want health, wealth, and happiness. Why not be more specific about the actual goals that you want to achieve? Those big bracket items, those are okay. Okay, great. We all want to be happy. But what is the thing that's actually going to bring you happiness? Maybe it is starting your master's degree. That's going to bring you happiness. Maybe it is renovating your home because you want to be in an area that feels light and airy and you want to declutter. Maybe it is buying your first car. We need to identify what we want so then we can do the work that is specific to that actual thing. The next thing is very important. And sometimes it's very hard for us to do this. That is being confident. Being confident in ourselves and believing that we actually deserve the thing that we have identified. You want a promotion at work because of course more money and more authority and challenges will make you feel more purposeful. But you feel like you don't deserve it. You feel like, you know, you have imposter syndrome. You feel like, listen, can I really execute the things that are going to be asked of me if I get this promotion? Believing that you deserve it, believing that you can, killing that imposter syndrome will help you to achieve the thing. Because now you start thinking like someone who is an elevate, in an elevated position. Now you start believing that you can execute those tasks. It leads you to perhaps get the qualifications that are necessary for that promotion. Or if you feel like you already have the qualifications and you are the best or the most suitable candidate for that role or that promotion, but you feel like you really haven't been given the opportunity time and time again, maybe it will influence you to take a leap of faith and look at other opportunities outside of that actual organization or go off on your own. But it really just starts from the confidence and the ability to think that, listen, I deserve this. I can do this. I can achieve this. Because how else will you then put in the work? Now, the thing that really keeps us stuck or keeps me stuck from putting in the action 
which is the next thing that we're going to talk about. This thing in the middle is very important and it is fighting the fear. So let's say you've done all the work, you've reflected, you are grateful, you know exactly what you want, you have identified the thing. You're confident, you feel like, yeah, you know, I actually, you know, yeah, man, I actually deserve this. But there is this voice inside of you that says, well, you know, maybe it's not the right time, or maybe you should wait another three years, or, you know, really and truly, you don't, mm, you're not a good fit for this, right? Or nobody will ever listen to your podcast. <laughs> And so I'm guilty of this. I have had that fear that can be crippling. It's like, oh my gosh, what are people going to say when I tell them I have a podcast? They say, well, you know, aren't you a lawyer? Shouldn't you focus on that? I don't know if you guys have read Michelle Obama's new book. And trust me, she's my best friend in my head, but she doesn't know who I am. So she has a new book. It's called The Light We Carry. And in that book, she talks about fear and how we can fight fear. And she identifies that there are two types of fear. There's one type of fear, of course, that is healthy. That's the type of fear that alerts us to danger. If there's a fire, you run away from the fire because you know that you're going to get burned. So that keeps us alive. So that's fine. But then there's another type of fear that cripples us, that keeps us in our box and it hinders us from the ability to grow. And that is the type of fear that we need to keep fighting so that we can achieve our goals. It's a type of fear that tells you you're not good enough. It's a type of fear that tells you your ideal is not good enough. And it's a type of fear that keeps you where you are. So we have to use our discretion, of course, to figure out what type of fear is reasonable and what type of fear is not. And then understand, because we're so confident in ourselves, that we're going to go through with the thing anyway. Now... We fought the fair off and we know that, listen, this thing is going to work. So the next thing we need to do is take action. So taking action is a very interesting part too, because a lot of people are like, listen, I don't even know if I can do this because, you know, for instance, let's say it's buying a piece of land. Buying a piece of land is such a huge undertaking. I need to have thousands of dollars. I can't even visualize myself doing this. I can't take the action that is necessary, so I'm just not going to do anything. Or you have a piece of land already, but you need to build a house. Oh my goodness, you know, a house costs $300,000. Where am I ever going to get the money to take the action? I like to take baby steps and then graduate to the bigger steps. So there's so many small steps that are important before you reach to the big step of, or the big achievement of something like building a house. And sometimes we disregard or, you know, we don't think that those small steps are important. How can we take action? The first thing and the most important thing I would argue is writing your ideas and your thoughts down. So we have all of these great ideas in our minds. We have all of the goals that we want to achieve, but how are we actually supposed to visualize it if it is that we don't write it down? I had a conversation the other day with someone and they told me, actually it's a guest on a podcast, so you'll hear that pod, um, that episode coming up. And they were telling me that your brain is made to create, it's not made to store. And I said, listen, I'm going to tell as many people what this person said as possible. And I think it goes hand in hand with this taking action and writing things down bit. If it is that we think of our brain as something that is to create, but it's not supposed to store all of these ideas. We need to get it out. Some people use vision boards because they're more visual. Some people use notepads. Some people don't use anything, but I'm encouraging you to find a way 
to put to transfer your ideas from your brain onto something tangible so let me give you some examples of what you could use you could use manifestation boards of course they're both tangible ones or you could use digital ones canva has a lot of templates you could use a journal like i do it doesn't have to be expensive it just has to be to your taste once it has blank paper that is a start you could use notepads you could use a regular book for me when i was in law school i used to use sticky notepads and i would write all of the things that i wanted to achieve during law school on the notepads and stick them up on my mirror so i would see them every single day the point is we need to get into the habit of writing things down after you've written it down you kind of think about how you can put things into motion let's think about building a house just hypothetically and very generally one of the big steps may be, you know, trying to save a huge deposit. But one of the small steps is literally just picking up the phone and making an appointment with your bank or your credit union to discuss how much you can actually borrow. Or going on Pinterest and looking at ideas and designs for how you want your house to look. Going to the hardware store and looking at fixtures and envisioning them in your home. Those are small steps that you need to actually do to get to the big thing. Of course, we know the big steps are securing the loan, getting the drawings, getting the approvals, and that's okay. But try to write down all of the steps that are necessary for you to achieve that thing. You wanna do your master's degree? What does it entail? Oh gosh, I don't know how I'm going to find the money for tuition. You know, this thing is just so out of reach. How about you start with the small things? Go and research the school that you want to attend. See what is required. Do you need to do a personal statement? Is an application required? What are the requirements of the application? Are there any scholarships that are available in the university? Or are there some scholarships that other bodies offer that you can put towards your tuition? Start with the small steps, and that is how you take action. A lot of times we feel like we could just have the idea, go to sleep, and then somehow two months later, it's going to become a reality, and that's just not how it works. When we were back in school, and I don't know if any of you guys have ever done this, but you say to yourself, listen, I wish the things that are in the textbook can just somehow transfer to my brain. I could just open it to page 12, Put page 12 on top of my brain and somehow it's going by virtue of I don't know osmosis that's not how it works it's just going to transfer into my brain no if you want to pass a test you have to study the work if you want to build a house you have to do the work if you want to get the master's degree you have to do the work now after taking all of this action it's pretty much guaranteed that you're gonna get the thing right well sometimes it just doesn't work in our favor and that's why I like to talk about dealing with disappointment. Now, sometimes we want the thing so bad and we're confident, we know it's gonna work, we know it's a great idea and we want it now, but there are certain times when we don't achieve the thing or we don't get the goal in the timing that we want, or we're just not seeing how we can make it happen right away. And that's how, and of course it's going to be disappointing, as humans, we don't want to deal with disappointment. We don't want to feel that emotion. We just want to feel happiness and enjoyment for the rest of our lives. But to feel disappointment is to be human. The thing to understand is that disappointment is only temporary. Yes, we know it's going to happen. Yes, we know we may not have gotten the thing that we wanted, but it's only for a time. 
And we may not have achieved that thing because we may not have created the opportunity to receive it. So we may have some more growing to do. We may have some more learning to do. Perhaps at this particular time, it may be as clear cut as you don't have enough savings. But you know, if you keep pushing and you build your savings, well, in a year's time, you'll be able to achieve that thing. Now, I know of other persons and myself included that have manifested or had an idea and you wanted it within a particular time frame, but it just didn't happen. Sometimes when we reflect, we realize that it didn't happen for a reason. So for instance, my mom and I wanted to embark on a project in 2020. We were like, yes, this is gonna happen. Everything is gonna be great. And then it just didn't materialize. And of course I was disappointed. I was, I was saying to myself, but we had everything in place. And now that I've done some reflecting, I just told her the other day that, you know, if we had gotten that thing, we would have, got, we would have experienced a lot of challenges. And we're actually thankful that now it seems like the right time for us to embark on that part of our journey. And once we understand that disappointment is only temporary, we can go back to the drawing board. So you really wanted to get approved for that loan, but you just didn't have the financial capability in that moment. You can go back to the drawing board, see what you have to rearrange financially in your life and how you can make more space to grow your finances, your savings. Do you need to get another job? What can you do to make that thing happen? It may not happen in 2023 because you have not created the room for it to, but it may happen in 2024. So when you have a great idea for a podcast in 2022, but you really haven't arranged your life in a way that will be compatible with being consistent with a podcast, it may mean that you have to start that podcast in 2023. And yes, I am talking about myself because I manifested this podcast for 2022, but I could not execute it in that year. So I just had to wait. So guys, just remember that we can always transfer that energy into something that still makes our dreams a reality. We spoke about reflection. We spoke about gratitude. We spoke about identifying that thing and being specific. We spoke about confidence and acting like you deserve the thing because you do. And of course, fighting the fear that will keep you from doing the thing. Then taking action, writing it down, the small steps, the big steps, and then finally dealing with disappointment because we don't always get the thing that we want. I want to thank you guys for listening to this pod. It's really been personal to me and I hope that it has been beneficial to you. I also want to thank you for your support, your follows, your shares, your likes. It has made all the difference. We have come to the end of the very first episode of Adulting 101. I hope that your manifestation journey brings you all of the things that you want to achieve in 2023 and beyond. And so I'll catch you on the next episode of Adulting 101 